Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your host, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Firm. I am Al, regular guy Gore. I am here with Lance-based Psycho. I don't know if we did that last time or if this is the first time. Maybe you'll fill us in because of that. This is the hold, hold, hold episode so far. And we'll talk about that, (coughs) what the finances mean for our future. But before we get into that, an oldie but a goodie. And that is Revit Rocket Ship. If you have not (coughs) honed your skills in Revit and modeled like construction happens and need a refresher or need to pick it up for the first time, go to RevitRocketShip.com where yours truly teaches you an awesome, fast, and efficient way to learn Revit on a rocket ship made by us, RevitRocketShip.com. Yeah, also... I want you guys to check out, this episode is brought to you by Arcat. Arcat uh, accurate data is crucial, especially in today's business environment. Outdated and inaccurate data leads to turnarounds, delays, and rising costs. With supply chain and staffing issues, these costs and delays can multiply. That's why a resource like Arcat.com is so important. Arcat works with manufacturers to keep their data up to date and accurate and offers it to you easily accessible and free. Use Arcat's powerful search engine to find what you need and download it right there on their site without needing to pay anything or even register. So try arcat.com today. That's A R C A T dot com. The other thing I want you to check out is our good friends over at Duratherm. Duratherm defines the category of all wood, completely custom hardwood windows and doors that deliver on your architect's vision, and everyone knows it. That's why they refuse to rest in their laurels. And while Duratherm brand is built upon their expertise in wood windows, they are proud to announce the introduction of clad of a clad exterior feature for their windows. Learn more at DuraThermWindow.com. Back to you, Al Gore. Okay. So the Fed rates are holding, uh, and the the words of the day, of the week, of the month, are that they're going to be higher for longer. It, it seems like that's the new buzzword. Have you been hearing that lately? Yeah. The, the, the thing that's baffling to me is when the Fed started this roughly about eight months ago, um, I know they started before, but they said that they were going to hold them higher for longer than people thought. So when people are saying it now, it's like, are you just echoing what they said eight months ago? Like, anyways, I still think that they should be a little bit preemptive and uh, maybe have cut them, maybe cut them next time. They're not going to do this. This is an article from Yahoo Finance. They say Fed dot plot shows one more uh, right rate hike in 2023, higher uh, economic growth forecast. So what's weird is besides this article they're forecasting next year Mm -hmm. that there's going to be economic growth when consumer when b2b spending has basically flatline consumers are essentially losing their reserve from the pandemic and then now they're going to have to be paying a bunch of them the student loans the fed is not increasing the money supply they're decreasing the money supply so like It, it, it feels like somehow they bake in fundamental errors 
that in hindsight look obvious, but in foresight, it's also obvious. Yep. I see what you're saying. So, so it's like, oh, we made these decisions based on the fact that the economy is going to grow next year. And I'm sure that they have their own numbers and reasons why, but it's like, how all these major forces, unless they're just planning on government spending, which is, is terrible because government spending is, is, is a bad way to run the economy um, because it's just cronyism and inefficient bureaucracy. Um, and then you just get a bunch of government products um, rather than what the consumer actually needs. Rant over with that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back. So the Fed's fund rate kept unchanged in the range of 5.25 to 5.5 on Wednesday after the central bank raised rates in July by 0.25. Along with the policy announcement, the Fed also released updated economic forecasts in its summary of economic projections, SEP, including a dot plot. Have you seen this? Which maps out the policymakers' expectations for where rates could be in the future. Let's show ya. Mm, Have you seen this, Lance? Nope. I'm gonna Thank you for showing me. Control minus a little bit so that, come on, let's just fit all in one screen. So right now it shows <coughs> on the left column uh, interest rates from 2% all the way up to 6%. On the bottom, it goes from 2023 to 2026 and longer. Right now in 2023, it says we're going to hover between the 5.5 and the 6%. And these are basically the Fed uh, people bank the people on the board saying where they think it's going to be. That's my understanding of this. They're playing sort of playing like they're voting. Is yes. this like, okay, they're, they're, they're predicting. Got it. Going into 2024. And it looks like all of 2024 from 4.5 to what would you say? 5.5 is probably the consensus. Yeah. 5.25 I would say is a condense consensus. So they're, sure. they're suggesting and they're trending they're wanting to trend towards lowering the rates, which it, would be good. But if you picked an average, you would say 4.75. Yeah. Right? Around there. And currently... And you know what it's going to do psychologically? That's why I think like next year could be a really big boom year for a, any everything surrounding real estate. Because I think people just want to... Even if they feel like they're getting the slightest deal, you know, if they're like, well, it's... You know, right? Let's say you get a mortgage for seven point two five right now, and then next year they're like, "Yeah, but now we got it under seven. They'll yep. pull the trigger. And two, I think the clarity of them pausing has given everyone the signal, like, okay, if if it's actually a pause, maybe it will take a year. Maybe it will take a year and a half mm -hmm. to get lower. But we know that we can then refinance. Yeah. Then, because twenty twenty five. We're looking at it just these. gives them like they feel like a door has at least been cracked at that point. I mean, in all these metaphors, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, et cetera. Yep. And, and, and who knows, like like we say all the time um, before the pandemic, like the economy looks great for the next couple of years. Oh, pandemic hits. Yeah. Like, hey, the economy looks great. Oh, all of a sudden um, there could be a flight of the dollar. There could be, and I hate the argument, like there's no good alternative. So being sucky is fine. Like, yeah, but. That's how things That's get the disrupted. Too. What a good point. That's how things get disrupted. Like, hey, don't worry about it. There's no other alternatives until Wait. someone comes up and like, oh, I'll just make a better alternative. Yeah. Everyone flocks away from me. Weird how that works. Um, <clears throat> anyways, 2025, you're looking at about 2.75 to about 3.75 in there. Yep. Um, 
And then and then they in 2026 they want to go back lower to 2.5 and stuff like that. Who knows? Who knows if that's going to be true? It, it, it's good just to have perspective of if things keep going in a normal fashion. Like if we could just be, if logical human beings would be in charge. Who man, this this would probably be the route to go. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Probably be the route to go. Um, moving on from there. I mean, the other thing is, it's gonna. We're heading into an election year, so it's gonna be volatile. Just, it just will be. So we'll see. Could be another up and down, sort of. Not not Fed rate, Fed rate wise, but just sentiment, mm. right? Where people are, they're uncertain. That's that's sort of a problem. I mean, like remember what happened when, uh, like you can track actually what happens to the stock market after somebody's elected, and then usually like right on the day that they're elected. It's either the indication goes up or down and everything. And I know the stock market is, especially that the algorithm's controlling stuff now. It's not. It's not a good measure. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's a indicator whether it's yep. you know. Yep. Yep. Uh, next article: Home builders face a tough balancing act on new construction amid high mortgage rates. Um, Rebecca Shen uh, wrote this one, and basically, new construction. Uh, residential, mm-hmm. including single-family homes and multifamilies, mm-hmm. dropped. So the actual construction dropped 11.3 month over month in August. Wow, month over that month. That is a crash because the, the if long-time listeners will know this, what is defined as a crash is when you are over 10% in anything. You're con- it's considered a crash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Stock market, sales, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, because a lot of... <laughs> Why, in my head, I don't know if there's a reason behind it. A lot of companies can operate on a 10% profit. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, if you cut more than that, it's like firing people. There, that's what I'm off. saying. Yeah, yeah. You're you like, know. exactly. You are making a major shift. That's where the 10%. I mean, 10% is like a baseline. Exactly. Yep. Um, to 1.2 million ho- uh, units on a seasonally adjusted basis. Uh, that's down 14.8% compared to a year ago, well below the 1.44 million units economists surveyed by Bloomberg projected. Give me the good news, though. But authorized residential permits, an indicator of potential future activity, rose 6.9%. This is actually good to 1.5 million permits in August from July. So that is good. It's still down 2.7 from last August. Yeah. Single-family permits, though, were up 2% in July to 949,000. Multifamily permits came in at 535. So the data reflects the two opposing forces. Buyers are trying to balance the ongoing need for new construction to fill limited inventory and elevated mortgage rates that are hurting their biggest consumer right now. Um, so, hi, like, here we go. Here's nice, the chart. Nice. Al chart Gore. Uh, and, and it's crazy that the 2004 to 2000, you know, six was still the high point. We've never built that many houses. Yep. Ever. And then we still have a shortage right now. It's and wild. Yeah. Let's go all the way down to what is it? 2009. That's the crash. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Oof. So, so rough. And then we can, then we climb back 2020 and then we there's COVID. You can see the goofy 
It's interesting. Is that this is why like you look at this chart, you, you like people are always drawing their stupid symbols on uh, if you're a crypto person or you've ever seen those like their <laughs> yeah, Al's laughing the flags and the pendants and and they work. They work. No, sure. They okay, they don't. Maybe they work. No, they, they do not work. Okay. Uh, I'm just trying to say, like, okay, if you're predicting, if you're trying to draw one of those silly symbols and you're trying to predict, like, what happens on the, on the right-hand side of the chart here that Al's got up, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, you're just like, are we going to just, are we going to do what is, what I'm thinking, and that is just kind of a up and down and in and out and watch your bottom line? It's tricky. The as a phrase I'd like to share with everybody that I've uh, really gotten comfortable with, and and that is, and that feels good to me is that is uh, I interviewed this guy on the show on the Monday morning show. I can't remember which one it was. Sorry, there's been a lot of guests, but it was entrepreneurs aren't comfortable with risk. What they're comfortable with is they're comfortable with uncertainty. They're 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 okay with uncertainty because you don't know what it is, and so it's like yeah. And if you're a good entrepreneur, then you, the re, you, if you have multiple streams of income and you're watching your bottom line and not overpaying yourself or overextending yourself with with debt and credit that's bad like credit cards and stuff, then then you're probably going to be in the camp of I'm I'm actually un- I'm comfortable with risk and that's not the way you want to position yourself. Yeah, yeah. Just purely speculation here. If if Fed could slowly over the next year, very very slowly, which is what they projected lower interest rates um, that would give people the incentive to get back to the market. One of the reasons why I don't think that they would do that is in inflation takes stays high. And the only, the two indicators that inflation would stay high is if fed prints a bunch of money to bail someone out, which would be a no, no, or the government spends a lot of money. Right. And if you think that those are equal, they're not equal. And I'm sorry to harp on this, but I need to harp on this because yeah, yeah, yeah. let's uh, to, to, to bail someone out, right? You're bailing out uh, pension funds. You're bailing out big investors. You're bailing out. And these pension funds are uh, auto workers. They're um, cops. They're police. They're all this other stuff. Um, the only problem is like if you go into the nitty gritty, they vote themselves these things that are unreasonable and then why should other people have to bail them out and they fight with them through unions and all that and i'm not saying that people don't deserve a living wage and inflation went up we've been giving people 10 percent raises for for a while here so we totally understand that yeah but it's like you can't you can't have your cake and eat it too you can't say give me a high salary and then give me a guaranteed pension for life and then when it goes bust have other people pay for it right mm-hmm the other thing, too, is if the government's just spending money, like think about how nimble the government is and what they actually produce. Like, hey, <coughs> think about how nimble the government is and what they reproduce. I just want to emphasize that a little slower. Keep going. Yeah, I am thinking. <laughs> so we ha- I have to do a stark example, even though it's not reality, to just prove the point. The government if could literally say, hey, we're doing infrastructure. We're going to build roads, bridge, highways, stuff like that. And we're going to spend all the money to do it. They're going to build a whole bunch of highways and stuff. They'll build them right through our town. They'll build them all over the place and, and they'll be great and they'll be big and they spend all this money and GDP will go up. Well, guess what? I didn't want another stupid new road. You know what I mean? Like yeah. 
Like I like if you didn't spend that money, inflation would have went down. Uh, the rate would have went down. Then companies could choose what they want based on market demands and conditions, and we could have the things that we actually want and need. Right. Um, so let's watch it. Let's see what happens. Speaking of watching it, why don't you switch over? Now, give me the uh, give me the monitor here, and I have a clip. I can't even remember where I found this clip. I think it was on. It's vertical video, so I think it's probably Insta. I think YouTube. it is, and then I ripped it. Maybe it was YouTube. Uh, wow, mouse, please work. We're doing it. We got it. So there's uh this uh, Pete. His name is Peter Zihan, and what he what he ended up showing was uh, this really interesting take on the migration patterns of baby boomers. And I'm going to get my sound up here in a second, Al. Yep. I don't think you were showing sound. Maybe it's, ah, it might be on the, might, the TV might be down here. Nope, should be good. Let's see. Here we go. Do we have somewhat more of a, a decentralization where living in a United States MSA is less important? How much less important is it? Uh, I'd say that there's three big issues going on in real estate right now, writ large, kind of layered one step below those major trends. Uh, number one, the baby boomers are retiring. They don't want to live somewhere where they have to shovel snow. Uh, number two, the millennials, the oldest of whom are now entering their 40s, uh, are discovering that you can't raise kids in a major urban area's inner city. Uh, it's certainly not in Midtown. And then third, because of COVID, no one wants to have to commute. So what we're seeing is a relocation of a lot of the professional class, especially millennials, especially boomers, away from the dense urban enclaves on the coasts, plus Chicago. You know, what my real nickname should have been? Yeah, that's it. That's it. My my real nickname should have been is Lance ahead of the curve psycho. So I, my, AC psycho. I, I, yeah, I had my first child when I was 21 and Al went to New York because he could. Yeah. Al could go to New York because he could, because he, he didn't have any children. He, he was just Al. All he needed was a bag of apples and from, a bagel and a bagel. And he was set. Yep. And he was crushing it over a Liebskin. Lance had to look for a place where he was going to raise his, his budding family and all of that. So I, 19 years ahead of the curve it is what it is like but like yeah this is a big trend right so so it just again points to like at some point here they're gonna open up the fire hose and this economy in real estate wise is going to be on fire again and i hope you're priming yourself by going to places like revitrocketship.com architectsguide2.com and maybe you're a listener of this show and and you're just positioning yourself and be ready for it i think if you if you just position yourself correctly you're going to be in really great shape like i'm optimistic i'm trying to white pill with the whole thing nice yeah nice um and so because we we already black pilled a little bit it is what it is right oh there's always the black pill you have to have a dichotomy of thought pattern yeah. you have to be aware of both and you got to be ready for both um but just as much i i think that's a great point just as much as you should be financially secure and streamlined for the black pill scenario you should be like when there's a boom in the market, if you don't take advantage of it, you didn't load up for when there's a bust. Exactly. You know? Yep. Basically, so. the way I like to think about it is like, we're Let's in a winter. We're, this year is kind of a winter. And the smartest people are the people who have to survive in those kind of environments and those climates. Like, they're prepping. They're prepping in the winter. They're getting ready for spring. That's what we're getting ready for. Yes. Yes. And 
We don't know yet, but basically the government is now in control of the economy and they could make that winter very cold and very icy by doing very stupid things. They're in charge of the weather. Or they could make it one of those... (laughs) Sorry, I had to do it. (laughs) It is what it is. Uh, Or it could just be a normal nice winter. We head into spring and we're ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it crazy though that like... I know there's fighting factions, Democrats and Republicans, but like at this point, they're literally in control of which way it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's so top down. There's no organic so, movement, even though the organic is there. With this, with this pattern movement, it's like you guys just yeah, let it, let's do it. Come on. But 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 it's the literally going to be the government decides to spend. Yes. Puts a hamper on inflation. I mean, it puts. I mean, inflation goes up, so then the Fed keeps pushing it down, or the like. It, it it's literally that that cut and dry because, and here's what it might be forced to. Once the government realizes that they have to pay those rates, they'll probably be forced to cut spending. Hundred percent. And then it'll be this big argument, and then everyone will be calling each other hypocrites, and then it's like, whoo! If you would have just, I don't know, the normal budget normal. and stuff, just like the housewife. All right. Well. Uh, R.I.P. to see you, bo- see you Boulder last weekend. Hope- who are they playing this weekend, Al? Uh, apparently, UC, LA. UFC, California. Not, not the bad one. Apparently, Cal. Just Cal. C A L. Yeah. Yeah. University of Cal. Um. So here's uh, Coach Prime with some uh, a really good take. But this was after you need to know. That's what I'm. Yes. This was after the CSU game, where they won. Oh, really? But. It was a hard game. So let's listen to what he has to say. Okay. You're on the tip of everyone's tongue. You're the thought process of everyone's mind. You are there. And that's all we want to get to in life, that place called there. We want to get to this place where there's peace, there's joy, there's love, there's respect, there's admiration, there's finances, there's control, and there's a certain serenity in that place called there. But we're forgetting things. We're forgetting the work ethic that it took to reach that place. And that's my fault. (coughs) We're forgetting to do the things that the coaches are consistently teaching you. And that's my fault. We're forgetting the respect level and the love and the appreciation of the game. And that's, that's my fault. And I'll fix it. I get it done. I get to the root of it and not the fruit of it. You guys are understanding what the fruit of it is that I want to get to the root of it. The wonder why we keep consistently allowing it to happen. But we're going to get this thing together and we're going to get it right. Because I don't like the feeling I have because now I feel like we're winning but we ain't winning. And that's my fault. Thank you, Dion. We'll send you a check. <laughs> <laughs> Dion. <laughs> Dion, if you're listening, I will take you fishing anytime. I've been saying that. Yep. And also, it's not a big deal. Stop by our office. It's in between your house and CU. It really is. We'll do push ups. We're on the way. We're literally, you can commute from your house to CU Boulder. Stop by, say hello, high five us, all of that. Yep. It's not a big deal. We'll see you soon, Dion. We're open. Hey. Ignore the ignore the sign on the on the door there that says by appointment only, because maybe I'll get an extra one that says except for Coach Prime. Except for Prime. Exactly. You you always have an appointment here. It's a correct. It yeah. is a standing appointment. Yeah. 
Exactly. exactly. <laughs> All right. What do we got next, Al? Airy Jeopardy. Let's bring down the crew. Okay. Life is short, but you don't have to be introducing Kanzuri, the shoe brand that not only elevates your style, but also boosts your height. Yes, you heard that right. Kanzuri offers height-boosting shoes made for men to build up their confidence they need in every situation. With Kanzuri, you no longer have to settle for your natural height. Their shoes come in a variety of insoles ranging from 1.2 inches to an impressive 2.7 inches of extra boost. Plus, their heights range from 2.4 to 2.8 inches, giving you the perfect opportunity to look and feel good. As a special uh, offer exclusively for our listeners, Kanzuri is giving you a fantastic deal. Just use promo code LANCE48066. That's LANCE48066 at checkout to enjoy a generous 15% off for your order today. That's right. Get the height-boosting shoes you've been dreaming of at an unbeatable price. Let's go. All right. Don't touch that. <laughs> Is everyone ready? N- question number one. According to 2021 IRC section <laughs> R408.4.3, quote, <clears throat> glazing in an individual fixed or operable panel that meets blank of the following conditions shall be considered to be a hazarded location. Is it A, all, or B, one? Hey, ooh, that is correct. That is correct. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because even in the ARE, AR, uh, the Entree Architect community, there's a bunch of people who think different ways. There's even Windows Rep that seem different ways. And this is where there's a at least four criteria. And if you thought it was just meeting at least one of them, you'd basically have to glaze every single window. That was our conclusion. Right? Question number two. What is an exception to this in this section, right? In this section that they talk about, what is one of the exceptions? Is it A, glazing within 60 inches of the bottom of stairs? B, adjacent to operable doors? C, decorative glazing? Or D, glazing within 60 inches of wet surfaces? Okay, everyone went C. You are correct. That is an exception in that section. All the other ones are different sections, essentially. So, yep. Look at that. All right, number three. According to the International Residential Code, what is the minimum required ceiling height for habitable rooms in a residential building? Is it A, 7 feet, B, 7.5 feet, C, 8 feet, D, 9 feet? Again, that's number three. According to the res- International Residential Code, what is the minimum required ceiling height for habitable rooms? A, 7 feet, B, 7.5 feet, C, 8 feet, or D, 9 feet? Correct answer is A, 7 feet. Three and three? Everybody. Ooh, I got wow. a tiebreaker. Thank goodness. <coughs> in the international, number four, in the International Fire Code, what is the minimum required distance between a commercial cooking appliance and a type 1 kitchen hood exhaust system? Is it A, 6 inches, B, 12 inches, C, 18 inches, or D, 24 inches? Question is, in the International Fire Code, what is the minimum required distance between a commercial cooking appliance and a type 1 kitchen hood exhaust system? Is it A, 6 inches, B, 12 inches, C, 18 inches, or D, 24 inches. 
What is it, Lance? 18. Wow, no tiebreaker needed. Alrighty. Ross, what are we getting at Runza? <laughs> Dude, you guys should try the taco shop on like... Uh, do you know where yeah. the new Pizza Hut is located? Okay, right south of there. Um, not that oh. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that the same thing? I think we that's just I, I was just throwing that out there. What, I'm not, what, I'm what's actually, your suggestion? Yeah. What What are you running? <laughs> Isn't it closed? Yes. A, yeah. Oh, too no, soon. Yeah. I'm Sorry. fine. <laughs> well, you'll figure it out. Anyways, take us out. All right. If you like this episode, you're watching on YouTube. Please leave leave us a positive comment, like, subscribe. I'll ban you for the negatives. Uh, iTunes, leave us a five star review. Send us gifts. Send us your comments. Send us your questions. We'll see you next week.